Restaurant Unstoppable episode 617 with Christy Turner of Compete. So I think a lot of business intelligence today is kind of post-mortem, right? You're going, okay, how, how did I do this past month, right? And their basic reports, where we've got to get as an industry and where we're really focused at Compete is on actionable business intelligence. Are you ready for it factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then, join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. Here is a statistic for you. 89% of all guests will research a restaurant online before dining out. So you've got to start thinking about how you can extend your in-house hospitality and attention to detail to the online world. Bento Box is a great place to start. They will develop a restaurant website that not only leaves lasting impressions with your guests, but also provides hospitality-focused tools that are proven to drive revenue online and guests into your restaurant. Sign up today at Get bento.com slash unstoppable and save up to $1,500 on initial setup for your new restaurant website. Get on it. I'm sure you've heard of Revel, but have you heard of the Revel Advantage? It is the payment processing solution that seamlessly integrates into your Revel point of sale and platform to create a complete system tailored to your business needs. Revel manages both your POS and your payments with integrated software, hardware, and credit card processing to save you time and money so you can focus on your business. Learn more at revelsystems.com slash Unstoppable. With excitement, allow me to introduce to you today's guest, Christy Turner. Christy, my girl, are you feeling unstoppable today? I am absolutely unstoppable, especially since I get to end my day talking to you, Eric. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, letting your day roll a little bit longer. I know uh, we're, um, you're East Coast time right now. I'm East Coast, and I believe, are you in Thailand? I am Thailand. It is 6 a.m. here, which means it's 7 p.m. for you. I appreciate you extending your day to to make time for us. It's going to be worth it. (laughs) No problem. Happy to be here. Yes. So Christy Turner is the Chief Marketing Officer at Compete Restaurant Management Software, who just recently achieved the Hospitality Technology Top Woman in Restaurant Tech Lifetime Achievement Award. Congratulations on that. And uh, Compete is arguably the most comprehensive and integrated accounting back office, workforce, and intelligence solution in the restaurant industry. Compete has been recommended 11 organic times on the show. That's why you're here today, Christy, uh, because you've earned our trust. I cannot wait to learn more. And really, we're going to dive into the history of Compete, what makes you an authority, uh, some of the features of Compete, and why it's so important for us to start thinking holistically uh, about our restaurant technology and maybe the the future of of the industry. And you're going to give us kind of a behind the scenes look. So I cannot wait to dive into that. But let's get this motivational, inspirational ball rolling with a success quote or mantra. What do you got for us? Oh, gosh. One of my favorite quotes is the most exhausting thing you can be is inauthentic. The most exhausting thing you can be is inauthentic. Dive into that. So, you know, I think when you're looking at your career, you're looking at your personal life, 
when you're young and you're starting out in your career. And as you mentioned, I received a lifetime achievement award, which means probably nothing more than I'm just old. (laughs) (laughs) So we all go through stages of life and, you know, being true to yourself at any stage of life, being authentic is the most important thing. And if you're trying to be anything else or you're trying to pretend to be anything else, it's absolutely exhausting. It takes so much energy. It just takes too much energy, right? And and so just be real, be you, focus on your strengths and weaknesses. Don't necessarily try to, you know, match somebody else's strengths and weaknesses. It never works, right? And so I just always hold that quote close to my heart. Great advice. Great way to get this thing started. Thank you so much. So let's let's take it to uh, Compete's history. Tell us a little bit more about Compete and the evolution of Compete, and then we'll dive in a little bit about who you are and what makes you an authority. So start with Compete. Go for it. Sure. So Compete is a SaaS technology company, and we started in 2000 in the great city of New Orleans um, by a restaurant entrepreneur. And they really focused in the beginning in New Orleans is, is building a integrated accounting and inventory system, right, to solve the problem restaurants were having, which was, you have your inventory over here, you have your theoretical and your actuals, and then you have your accounting software and they never actually talk to each other, right? Mm-hmm. And so you never have your numbers in balance. You are double entering data, you know, uh, data in both systems. You've got data integrity issues. So that's how the company started is let's just design an integrated accounting and inventory where all the numbers are balanced. Everything is integrated, and that became kind of the legacy product. And then over the past 18 years, um, you know, the product portfolio has grown and the customer base has grown, right? We went from, we still have several of our original New Orleans customers, which is awesome. Um, but then a little thing like Hurricane Katrina showed up Oof. in New Orleans, and the founder at the time took the company to Dallas and shared offices with one of our customers, Dave and Busters, that was kind enough to kind of let us, uh, you know, take cover in Dallas for a while. And then over time, the founder found Austin and decided that was the perfect home for Compete going forward and ended up settling in Austin. And then over the next 18 years, really expanding the portfolio to include other things than that legacy accounting and inventory. So they then added labor and schedule and hire and payroll and different products to kind of just expand the product portfolio. And then in 2017, we decided to merge with C2It in the space, which you may be familiar with. And C2It and Compete were the exact same size. So it was a really unique merger to have two companies of the same size come together. And C2It had a legacy of being brilliant with business intelligence in their product, right? So they had kind of started at the other end of the product portfolio spectrum with intelligence, and then they had added different products over time. And so when we merged, it was really, we doubled in size overnight, right? And it was a, it was a perfect complement. And so then our product portfolio got even broader, right? So now we have the business intelligence side, we have our workforce products, and we have the back office integrated accounting and inventory. Really? What was it? So about, that's a little bit about compete. Well, what were the, the things about this uh, relationship compete and see to it that made this marriage really bind t- tightly? Why did it work so well? 
Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think, first of all, there were a lot of similarities, um, almost kind of eerie similarities, right? Mm -hmm. Both were exactly 17 years old, right? Both had started with a certain product on both ends of the spectrum and then started building toward the middle. And so what was amazing and very unique about the merger and the reason I think it was more of a win-win was because we actually complemented each other. We didn't double over each other, right? And so there was a huge amount of compliments in terms of similar cultures and similar history and story and both started by restaurant entrepreneurs and now coming together and becoming more of a substantial size company. And then we were really just able to kind of start putting processes and procedures so that we could kind of scale and we could better, you know, service our customers. And neither company had enough of the investment to do it by themselves. And they were both at a point in their growth that combining made a lot of sense, which it just gave us more to invest in R&D, customer service, and then fine-tune um, old processes and make them more modern. All right. So today, we won't get into the systems now, but correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you've or Compete has evolved to include accounting, inventory, labor, scheduling, uh, hiring, payroll, and a logbook feature. Is there anything I'm missing? Yep. Intelligence. Oh, the that's business right. intelligence aspects, which is which is really what pulls it all together, right? And and probably what a lot of our customers would say would be the most valuable because the intelligence aspect, right, is what gives you, you know, the the insights and the visibility into what's working and what's not working, so that you can kind of take action as a restaurant operator and really truly impact your profitability. Can you get more specific when you say taking a look at what's working and what's not working. What do you mean by that? Like, give me an example. Yeah, no, great point. So there's, there's all aspects. So we integrate with your point of sale, Mm -hmm. right? All your operations data, you have your sales. Then of course, if you have inventory with us, then you have all of your inventory, your F and B costs, right? Your critical prime costs. Then you have labor and schedule with us. Then you're going to have all of your labor data, right? And so So we know in restaurants, right, and you know this well, Eric, that prime cost is everything, right? Controlling prime cost, optimizing prime cost, and it's not necessarily to lower your cost. It's really to optimize it, right? So what key data that intelligence gives you is, hey, the number of people on the schedule compared to the revenue I bought in, right, was that the right balance? right? Um, Inventory and food, do I have the right amount of food and beverage to serve? And that that critical component that every restaurant operator operator struggles with, which is not purchasing too much and ending up with a ton of waste, right? But not purchasing too less and not having enough to serve your customers that you have coming into the door. And the same thing with labor. You know, you could need to invest more in labor. You should, you might need to to schedule more people to optimize your service better, to flip your tables more, right? Mm-hmm. It's not always about lowering. It's about optimizing. Mm. And uh, so those are kind of the key points that intelligence, I think, gives you. And there's there's a lot more. I can give you a few more examples if you'd like. Yeah, let's definitely dive into some of those examples. But first, uh, we, we need to find out a little bit more about who you are and kind of let's, let's try to build some trust between uh, you and my listeners and try to find out how you got into this position as the CMO for uh, Compete. Right. No problem. So 
I have a long history. Um, I've been doing this for 27 years, and um, I started out as a server and a bartender and a trainer at the second Outback Steakhouse in college, right, in Tampa, Florida. So they only had two. And if you know anything about Outback Steakhouse, you know they're part of a multi-billion dollar global company (laughs) now that's called Blooming Brands. So when I was with them at their second location, it was all about building an operation to scale, right? And we were opening new stores. So I got to be a new store trainer. So I got to see it as an employee. And Outback Steakhouse is is one of the most well-run operations. So it was amazing at such a young age to see and learn how they ran it, how how they made menu choices, how they scaled, how they duplicated and had consistency in the next 10 new stores that were opening from a brand perspective, from a menu, from a service, how they hired. Um, so got just a huge restaurant operations education very, very early on. And then, you know, from there, I graduated from college. I went into the agency side and I was an account executive. I did almost every position in the agency. And it wasn't long before all of a sudden I found myself back with restaurants and we were doing TV ads for Checkers restaurants and some other restaurant customers. So they were still, restaurant was still part of the theme. And then I flipped in and did many, many years um, in SaaS technology. And um, SaaS technology from startups to Fortune 50 wireless companies and everything in between. And really running marketing teams and building marketing teams for SaaS technology uh, companies. But during that time, which was a big chunk of, of my career, my husband, was uh, raising money and opening a bar and restaurant. And I was an investor in a restaurant. So I still had restaurants in my DNA. Um, And so I had the owner perspective, right? And I had the investor perspective to kind of complement what I saw from an hourly employee perspective. And then here I am at Compete, and you're kind of pulling it all together, the SaaS technology experience as well as the restaurant operations experience. And one of the the reasons why I wanted to highlight who you are uh, in your story is because one of the things I love about Compete is that they really do a great job of bringing on restaurant people. Uh, You see it all over the place. Mm -hmm. And and the rest, I mean, I've spoken to a few other of your team members, and it seems like uh, most of the people that are working for you, or, or at least a lot of the people that are working for you, were were customers of yours, and they just fell in love with the product, and they became evangelists, and they wanted to join the team and uh, just be a part of what's going on. And, and it's a really mm-hmm. well put together group of people that really understand the industry well. What is it, your, your slogan like? Restaurant tours and rest in uh, technology geeks or restaurant Rest-tours. peeps? And, yeah. Restaurant peeps and technology. <laughs> yeah, and it's true. And I mean, you guys are littered yeah. with restaurant peeps, and I didn't get to meet many of the technology geeks, but I'm, I think I'm talking to one of them right now. <laughs> Maybe. Am I? <laughs> I, I, I? I might be a technology geek. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and, and you're exactly right. I mean, 80% of our employees are, are from the restaurant industry. Um, awesome. So that's huge. But you also have to complement that, right, with the technology uh, knowledge and brilliance, right? Because you don't necessarily, you know, want a restaurant person designing your technology. So hence our slogan, right? Which is restaurant peeps and technology geeks. It's the, it's the combination of both of those that makes compete so powerful. And I think the way that we take a very consultative approach with our customers. So it's not about buying software from us, right? It's about 
you're getting 18 years of restaurant best practices, right? And consultative, whether it's our salesperson, our support person, or our training person, they all have a consultative um, way in which we approach things, right? So we don't want to just teach you how to use the software. We want to teach you how to use the software to make your restaurant most profitable. And we've got the visibility, right, of an entire customer base over 18 years. We know what works. What mm. doesn't, right? We know the best way to set up your inventory, right? We know the best way to schedule employees. We know the best way to look at accounting for a restaurant, right? And so that's the value. And I think that's why we have such fanatic and loyal customer fans. Like when you opened the show and said 11 people organically recommended compete on your show, like, you know, the CMO in me just literally had heart palpitations of glee. Yeah. And that's really what we, tr- what we try to do. Well, hey, you guys earned the spot on the show, and I'm, I'm excited to have you here learning more. And I think we did a good job sharing the history of Compete, learning more about who you are, and uh, more about just the people in general that Compete has recruited to serve the industry. I think we're at a good place to take a break to thank our sponsors, and we'll be right back to talk about to talk about uh, why you need to start thinking holistically when choosing your restaurant technology solutions. So this probably does not come as a surprise to you, but as you can imagine, I look at a lot of restaurant websites because I'm constantly researching my next guest, successful restaurateurs, and you'd be surprised how many of those people have bento box websites. I mean, I almost know instantly when looking at these websites because they're always so stunning and they always check every box, everything that a good restaurant website should have. These websites have them, and it's because they're going to Bento Box to get the work done. And not only will Bento Box leave a lasting impression with your guests, but Bento Box websites come with hospitality-focused tools that are proven to drive revenue online. With Bento Box, you can easily update menus, promote events, share press, sell gift cards, take catering orders, and book private events directly from your website. Bento Box puts you in control so you can focus on what matters most, your restaurant. Bring your restaurants hospitality online with bento box by signing up today at getbento.com slash unstoppable and save up to $1,500 on initial setup for your new restaurant website. All right, we're back And Chrissy. Why don't you tell us why it's important for us to start thinking holistically when choosing restaurant technology? What are we, we going to consider? Yeah, I think, you know, first of all, I think our industry's changed, right? And you've probably seen this, Eric, as much as I have, but it, you know, choosing the right technology vendor or vendors, plural, can be very daunting for a restaurant operator, right? And there's many choices out there today. You know, 10 years ago, there weren't as many choices as they are today. And so when I think about, you know, a restaurant operator and thinking of it more holistically, there's a couple of things that I, I would recommend they, they consider. The first is, you know, choose a technology partner that knows the industry, right? That has the expertise, that has run a restaurant, right? And that can give you, not just give you a software solution, but really give you the consultative approach, right? Into how to better your operations and to increase your profitability. I see a lot of restaurant operators focusing on a black and white, right? What features and functions and comparing features and functions are comparing, you know, price. And of course, 
you need to look at all of that, but don't only look at that. Go much broader and much more holistically, right? Um, and make sure that you're thinking about who can help you drive your profitability and who helps you identify a fraud report, right? To find employee fraud, right? Or make sure that you know how to build your inventory items. So, so the first thing is just look at the people in the company, right? And look at their history and their experience. You know, that's number one. And number two is I think business intelligence is becoming more and more important, you know, and, you know, make sure you're considering the business intelligent metrics that you need so that you know what's working and what's not working um, and that you get that information real time and make sure it's across and pulling all of that data, right? Your labor data, your inventory data, your point of sale data, you know, it's really important that you get all of your key performance metrics in one place. And, um, and then lastly, you know, it's the integration, right? It's much more complicated and the average restaurant operator has 11 to 13 technology vendors. If you think about that, right, what does that mean to the store manager? That's 11 logins, 11 passwords, 11 systems to understand, 11 support, 800 numbers to call when something goes wrong. And so when you're looking at one, choosing one technology vendor, you know, pull back and look at holistically what's the impact yeah. and what systems are integrating and what systems are not and what is the overall impact for all the people that work for you. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's crazy to think I've been recording this podcast now for going to the six years and I've kind of been able to to witness the evolution in the pain points over the past six years. And that is a big pain point. A lot of people Mm -hmm. when talking about technology, they're saying really make sure you are, like you said, not just going with the black and white, not uh, it's kind of like picking and choosing from over there and over here and pulling all these different companies together. And then these companies don't, they, 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 they they clash right within the organization. You can't, there's so much data and information Mm -hmm. that's being drawn from these, these Mm -hmm. services that are fragmented within your business. And they, they, don't play well together and like i mean just Absolutely. the there's just so much that can come from a holistic system where it, it it's it's across the boards integrated i think the other thing that you brought uh to the, the conversation that's really important is the idea of not thinking about these things as black and white like looking at what what features this one has versus what features that one has because i think the most important feature any service can have is customer service and that is a feature that doesn't typically show up in a box on a spreadsheet or on a table when you're looking at a uh a, a, a system website right with all the features but when you are you know in the the weeds or when you need somebody to to help you right now you got to think about am i going to have the support i need to to get through a, a technical situation hopefully there aren't that many technical situations with compete but what you know what i'm saying like when the stuff does hit Absolutely. the fan right? you want somebody to answer the phone on the other side right exactly. that can help you yeah and, and and get you back absolutely now i think i think customer service is, is a huge part of it right and the decision and to your point when you're looking at it you know, some people just look at that features and the price and, you know, they're not even digging deep in customer service. Ask other restaurants, right, that are using Compete or using the technology vendor you're thinking about, right? How was the implementation process? How was the service, right? Because the software is one aspect. Features, function, price, and software is one aspect. Did they help you better their 
to your business? Did they save you time? Do they answer the phone when you call, right? There's a, there's, there's vendors out there that, you know, you sign up and there's nobody on the other end of the phone. There's help, self-help help tools, right? Or there's, you know, here's a PDF and here's how you should, you know, implement your inventory. You know, we want to talk to you. We want to walk you through. We want to understand your business and we want to recommend best practices to you. Yeah. So you've kind of explained the importance of having uh, one central system that uh, is a solution to multiple problems or all the different variations Mm -hmm. that your restaurant throws at you. Uh, Can you talk about how some of these systems integrate in some of the features that you would get from an integrated system that maybe people aren't familiar with or maybe aren't aware of? Yeah, I think, you know, I think the more you can integrate, right, with multiple systems is one of the number one benefits of that is data integrity. What do you mean? What is data integrity? If you think about, go ahead. What is data integrity? The data integrity, if you think about is, um, if at the store level, someone's entering inventory, and then at the corporate level, somebody has to enter inventory numbers into the accounting system, and they're, and they're not integrated, right? You've got a data in- integrity risk, a human error at the store level. You have another human error at the corporate versus as soon as, you know, the store level is entering inventory, it, there's a check and balance in the accounting system, right? And so you're getting a more real time metrics of where you are at any given time. You're not waiting. There's not a delay, right? And getting all the information at the store level and then corporate enters it into a different accounting system. And there's a big delay there and there's a data integrity potential issue. One enter and then there's checks and balances in an integrated system like accounting and inventory, just simplifying and using that as an example. And that can be very costly, right, to you as a restaurant. You know how tight margins are in restaurant operations. And so you don't you don't want to leave that to chance. You have multiple verticals, multiple solutions, right? Is there a, a piece of data that you're pulling from one vertical that can be cross-utilized in other verticals where you, you wouldn't have access to this otherwise if you didn't have an integrated system? So, you know, you take labor data and scheduling data and we just talked about inventory and accounting right and then you have your point of sale data right where people might um clock in and clock out right so you have your schedule over here which is theoretical right and then you have your actual of you know you might have scheduled them for five hours but they may have worked seven hours or three hours right and so i think with an integrated system what you have is the difference between theoretical and actual, right, that you wouldn't have if they weren't integrated. And then also what that entails you to do is get better with time, right? And so you know that, hey, I did this schedule, and then this is actually how many, you know, worked. And then what was our sales that day? And what's the ratio between the labor and the sales? Was that the right ratio? Was that a good service day? Was that a bad service day? What do I need to tweak for the future? So I think it's probably when you're looking for one thing, the one thing I can think of is probably theoretical uh, to actuals. You have much more data when you have an integrated system. Okay. One other thing that 
is an additional benefit to having an integrated system. And I think this is something I discussed with some of your teammates is that if you are interested in compete, but you're a small organization, maybe 50 employees, 30 employees, like you're still scaling, uh, you might not want every feature that compete offers. Maybe you just Mm -hmm. want inventory management and labor control, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Can you do like an all a la carte situation where like you get into compete and then you start turning on features as you need them? Or is it all in one? Like, how does that work? Yeah, no, it's not all in one. So we, we, we sell, we sell our products individually. And so to your point, you know, a small operator may just want to get kind of the intelligence and the inside aspect only, and they can do that. And then they want to add modules after that, right? Um, so we try to make it um, effective for the small guy and the big guy. And if you use our accounting software or if you use somebody else's accounting software, you pick and choose. Okay, so I guess the point I'm trying to make is you can scale or compete can can, can scale with your organization. Uh, if you're not mm-hmm. quite ready for all the features, you, you can start with what you need. And then as you start to scale, as you start to, uh, you know, make your business more complex, you can add on those yeah. added features you need. One thing I'm curious about and being who you are uh, with your deep knowledge and technology in the restaurant industry, what's the future look like? Uh, I'm curious. I, I want to tap into your specific knowledge there, if you don't mind sharing some. Yeah, I think what we're all seeing in the industry is the focus on business intelligence more and more, right? And so historically, the industry's been very focused on, you know, here's a scheduling product that that helps scheduling. And here's an inventory product. And here's a hiring app. And here's a payroll. And, you know, it's all been very, very segmented. But it has really been more recent where you're starting to look at things from a business intelligence perspective as a restaurant operator. So I think what you're going to see, what you, what we're already seeing in 2019, and I think what we're going to continue to see is business intelligence getting smarter and smarter, right? So making it more actionable. So it's not just, here's a report, you know, here's a fraud report, you know, here's an inventory report, here's a labor report, but getting into more actionable business intelligence, which would alert a restaurant operator, hey, something's out of whack, you need to actually take an action right now to do something about it and getting that more and more real time. So I think a lot of business intelligence today is kind of postmortem, right? You're going, okay, how, how did I do this past month, right? And their basic reports, where we've got to get as an industry and where we're really focused at Compete is on actionable business intelligence and making it as real time as possible. So the restaurant operator can make changes during a shift, so right? That's, that's where I think the future is. Do you see a scenario where the, the software is going to look at trends, look at data, and then be able to continue that trend and project maybe a day or two into the future right. or a month into the future or where you're headed? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. And get smarter and smarter, right? The more data right, a good business intelligence software has, the better they can do in the recommendation, right? And so over time, you know, you have a year's worth of data, you have five years worth of data, you know, you have more data points, right? You might put weather into the equation, right? And then over a year, you see what happens 
when the weather changes and it starts, you know, like if you take, if you're a bar, you know, my, I mentioned, I think before my husband owned a bar and Friday and Saturday were like 80% of the sales. Well, if it rains on Friday or Saturday, guess what happens, right? Your sales plummet. And so, so again, there's so many different aspects of more data feeding into a business intelligence kind of uh, process. And then that, that actionable that it alerts the restaurant operator can get smarter and better over time. So this is one interesting thought that just popped into my head. And I think it's a really unique scenario with where we are in the age of not just the restaurant industry, but just uh, civilization uh, in general, where technology is changing so fast that technology is influencing the industry um, not just our ability to get data and to use technology to benefit, but take, for example, delivery and online ordering, where technology is influencing the trends of, of what's happening in the industry. Do you see uh, other technology influencing and com- complicating the data? Like you might see one trend developing, but what if a new technology solution comes up over here that influences the 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 data the trends of the the, the past. I mean, I don't know if I'm answering or asking this question well. Are you well, picking I up think, what I'm putting down? Yeah, I think. Well, I think what you might be implying, right, is you can't ever take the human out of it, right? Yeah. Because I think I think where where actionable business intelligence goes wrong, right, is when it's only data driven and you don't have any human logic or knowledge or wisdom being applied before you actually go take the action. So I think, I think as technology gets more and more adopted in restaurants and as business intelligent type software gets smarter, you still have to apply common sense Mm. and you still have to apply the human element of it to prevent what I think you're saying, um, which is, you know, it's, I just got an example. Are we really going to depend on technology yeah. to predict everything? Well, Absolutely not. If you look right? at like um, like delivery, right, and online ordering, and that's a technology mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. developed recently that is completely changing the behavior of the consumer. So how can we go off of old data? You know what I'm saying? How can we go off of old data that didn't take this variable, this new disruptive technology into account? Um, I wonder how technology plays I think in- that- yeah, you I know, think the human, yeah. right? I think the human has to observe a new trend or something new that's happening and make adjustments. So gotcha. again, I think well-built business intelligence software would allow, right, the human intervention of things that the data can't tell yet, right? So you're right, you can't only look historically because things are changing all the time, right? Yeah. And, you know, and even in, you know, around a restaurant, right? You would have to, you know, if you're looking, if, if, if the software by itself was looking at sales a year ago, right? And then determining what you should schedule, for example, yet over that past year, an entire neighborhood or, you know, uh, multi, you know, use complex developed around your restaurant a year ago, versus today is going to be looking completely different. So again, that manager, that human would have to kind of apply that, 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. One more quick break to thank our sponsors and we'll be right back to let you know how you can learn more about compete and, uh, how to connect with Chrissy. We'll be right back. So Revel Systems is a complete POS built to help grow your expanding business. I stand by Revel and I can tell you why it's so great, but I'd rather get my man Colton Schultz, who's with Grand Junction Subs in the Craft Cave to tell you why he loves Revel. We have been working with Revel for several years, who has partnered with us to streamline our operations. We have implemented delivery management, employee management, sales reporting, kitchen display screens, and so much more. We also utilize mobile order takers and kitchen display systems that are extremely customizable. Nice. So if there's just one thing that you love the most about Revel Systems, what would it be? It's definitely their vast reporting abilities on the back end. We utilize a lot of the reports such as speed of service, taxes, sales reports, labor reports. It's all there to help you run your business. Beautiful. Guys, and if you're listening to this, Revel works with businesses that are looking to implement cutting-edge technology that helps increase revenue, improve efficiencies, and enhance experience of their employees and their customers. To learn more, head over to revelsystems.com slash unstoppable. We're back, and uh, we're pretty much done. All I wanted to do was to let you guys know uh, that we are going to be scheduling a demo with Compete. I'm not sure who I'll be speaking with, but we're definitely going to get a behind-the-scenes peek at how uh, Compete works, uh, different features, uh, the user. I mean, what what can we expect from that demo when, when we get set up? Do you want to set it up a little bit better than I can? Yeah, we'll probably just focus because we'll have a limited time. We'll probably focus on our kind of our, our two most well-known products, our integrated accounting and inventory, and then our business intelligence product. Cool. So if you guys want to learn more about Compete, uh, head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash Compete. That will be this episode. I'll have a link in the show notes where you can watch a demo with me and one of your sales representatives. I'm sure it'll probably be. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then you guys can... Uh, get over there, check it out and uh, be sure to use my links. So uh, these guys can see where the, the traffic's coming from. And uh, the only other thing that's left to do is let the folks at home know, how can we connect with you? If we have any questions uh, or maybe who should we connect with? If we have any questions, um, our website is great. It has, first of all, a lot of information and then just fill out a form and um, we will get it and we will be in touch with you immediately. And uh, for me personally, I'm on LinkedIn. So please find me, Christy Hamorick Turner, and I'd love to uh, connect with any of your viewers. Beautiful. I almost forgot to have you uh, call somebody out. Who is one restaurant operator, somebody you and compete really respect and admire and believe would make a great guest mentor like you made for us today? Oh, awesome. So I think um, Kirby Lane Cafe you've had on the show already. Is that correct? Yes, I have. Yes. So they're one of our favorite and operationally brilliant. And the CEO there, Mason um, Ayer, we can't say enough great things about him and and MJ. But since he's already been on your show, um, I'd also say uh, Sprinkles Cupcakes, which we all love. Um, and their uh, CEO, uh, Dan Matthews, uh, is also great. Look out, Sprinkles. I'm coming after you. I'd love to get you on the show. And again, Christy Turner, thank you so much for taking the time to share your knowledge and uh and to give us a little behind the scenes peek of what competes all about. It was an honor to share you guys with my audience and uh, that's it. There is no questioning. You are unstoppable. (laughs) Thank you, Eric. It was a pleasure. Cheers. 
All right, there we go. Another episode in the archive here at Restaurant Unstoppable. I hope you all found value. Before I let you go, I have to remind you, please sign up for the Restaurant Unstoppable email list. That is where you will never miss an episode and you get the behind the scenes of what's going on here, where I'm at, what's on my mind, and what the future of Restaurant Unstoppable looks like, and you can have an influence on that. Don't forget to connect on social media. That's slash Restaurant Unstoppable on Facebook and at Eric Cacciatore, E-R-I-C-C. A-C-C-I-A-T-O-R-E on Instagram. But the most important thing you can do to support this mission of inspiring, empowering, and transforming our industry is by sharing this sucker with anybody and everybody you know who's aspiring to be great in the industry. All right. Thank you so much for sticking around this long. Until next time, peace out.